Good evening, everyone. Glad you could join me on this podcast. I hope you're doing well. Uh, we're going to get started with hopefully uh, a word to encourage you to uh, carry on the Lord's work. Uh, it's going to be Luke chapter 10, Luke chapter 10 and verses 25 through 37. Uh, it'll be on the Good Samaritan. I hope we can learn a, a few points here on how to help our neighbor, how to help those around us uh, with those that are in need. Uh, but first, I want to let you know, and I want to thank you for uh, listening on Podbean. I have um, expanded here, so I'm on Podbean, uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Player FM, San Samsung, and Podchaser. So I want to thank you for looking me up there, Joshua Ministries on those podcasts. Uh, pretty much anywhere there's a podcast. Uh, if you'd like to email me, you can email me through Joshua Ministries 741 at gmail.com. And again, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, we have a lot to be concerned about. Uh, we want to remember that the Lord has cautioned us not to worry, to be anxious for nothing, but through all prayer and supplications, let your request be made known to the Lord. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's what we are doing as when we take God's word and we read it, we apply it, and we, we have a relationship with Jesus. We hopefully are taking our concerns, our needs, taking them to our Heavenly Father and letting Him sort them out for us because we understand that we cannot handle them on our own. <clears throat> on our own. We have the WHO, which are they are fixing to vote our sovereignty away on May 22nd. So in like four days. Um they're going to vote our sovereignty away, meaning that our installed regime, Joe Biden and sons or whoever else is with them, they are they are amending the agreements um, or contract or whatever it is. I, I still don't understand all of it, but I'm going to let you know what I know. Uh, the agreements with the World Health Organization, and they've amended those um, sections, agreements to pretty much take our, our sovereignty, our individual health sovereignty away and given the power, taking it from the individual citizens, but are taking it away and giving it to the World Health Organization on a global scale. So that means that they They've invited, I think, 193 countries to it, except for Taiwan. And they there is an option for countries to to pull out of it, I think, in the first four months. And except for the United States, of course, because our government wants that. And they want to to take our sovereignty away so what the the world health organization can do 
is declare a an emergency and use emergency powers and and enforce whatever they want to do as we learned through covid that's what they attempted to do and they got away with it there for a while but hopefully there's enough people awake to know not to let this happen again they're going to they're going to try to push another pandemic on us and that's why i've been calling them plandemics not pandemic they realized the covid virus wasn't as deadly as they expected so they're going to try to scare us into submission with something else and it looks like they're going to try to uh, do that here coming up this fall and try to initiate something else because they didn't get everyone under submission that they wanted to um, but also the fda also approved the covid jabs for five to eleven year olds and that is very dangerous um, they are deliberately murdering people they are committing a mass genocide in my opinion and they don't care about your kids this jab it's not a vaccine it's an experimental drug uh, because we don't know what's in it we don't know the we don't know the ingredients we don't know the efficacy we have got no clue about it but they're test we are the lab rats and too many people fell for it so i urge you do not take any more of those so-called boosters and do not let your children have this jab it is very dangerous it is killing kids and young people those that uh i think it was 12 to 18 it has it is having a dramatic effect on them and causing myocarditis uh, it is killing people in the military and is killing hundreds of pilots. It is very dangerous. Please do not do it. I'm warning you because I have an obligation being called by God to warn you. So please heed the warning. All right, so let's get into the lesson tonight and let's pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. I pray that you would give the uh, listeners the wisdom to choose and to decide the, the what's best in your guidance and your prudence for them, that they will see that what you have, your ways are not our ways, but they're, they're, they're so much better than our ways, what we think. Help us not to cower in fear to whatever the, this government here in the United States or whatever country they're in. Don't let them cower to that, but stand up and resist the wicked. It's not a matter of a, a left wing or a right wing or a Republican or a Democrat or whatever the case is. It's a fight between good and evil, between God and Satan, between the just one and the wicked one. And we have to choose sides. There's there's two sides and we have to choose one of the two sides and we have to be determined and we have to be steadfast and we have to be unmovable and i pray that it is in the work of the lord help us as in second timothy 2 7 says we understand that you have not given us the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind 
Help us to exercise that sound mind and not let anything dilute it or cloud it up. Help us to be sober and vigilant because we know our adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He wants to destroy you. He wants to kill you, take your life away, your family's life and ruin it. Take your children's life and ruin it. He wants to destroy it, but he can't if you trust in the Lord Jesus as your Savior. <clears throat> we thank you, Lord, for what you've done. We give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so let's get into Luke chapter 10. Actually, I taught this in our uh, teen class. Well, actually, at, cl at church right now, we have... Uh, a few of all classes and ages. So I've combined the primaries, uh, preteens and the teens together in one class at the moment until we get them, get more, get the numbers up. And so we've combined the classes. And we taught yesterday, we have this lesson here. Luke 10, verse 25 to 37, the Good Samaritan. You may know it, you may not, but it's good to, to go over again if you might have gone over it before. Uh, hopefully we'll see, glean some, a lot of good fruit out of it to help us now in this time that we're in, this current situation. So one thing we need to learn out of this is that no matter what happens, we need to help our neighbors Help those that are in need. Help those that are thirsty, that are hungry, that need to be clothed, and so on. And this this parable teaches us that. Now, a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Jesus took situations that happened on earth, and he used them and expanded on them to show give a spiritual meaning and a spiritual aspect so that we can understand the word of god and his ways more so i'm gonna go ahead and read through it and behold a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him saying master what shall i do to inherit eternal life what it and he said unto him what is written in the law how readest thou and he answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answered said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and fell among thieves which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And when he went to him, he bound his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto him, 
Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Excuse me. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And the lawyer answered, He that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, Go and do thou likewise. So there's a couple of things we want to look at here. And first we see that a lawyer was trying to trick Jesus into trying to trip him up in a way. But you can't trick Jesus and you can't trip Jesus up. And he tried. The lawyer tried to, an excuse to not helping other people because he was trying to to, to bind it up in maybe a locality, maybe. Maybe only people maybe, you know, within maybe 10 feet of me, maybe 50 feet of me, something like that. My neighbors maybe is only one person or two people. They try to say, trying to, to um, shirk his responsibility. But we see Jesus said he was right when he said you're supposed to love your God, the Lord thy God, with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. Jesus said, yes, you answered right, and do this, and you shall live. So Jesus gave this story of this Samaritan. Now, we need to understand to try to grasp the depth of the story. The fact that he's speaking to the Jews, and the Jews, like this lawyer, he was calling out this lawyer, and they thought very highly of themselves. He had a lot of pride and a lot of arrogance. And Jesus addressed that with this story. The Jews despised the Samaritans, the people from Samaria. Jews would, although going through Samaria was the shortest and most direct route, Jews would walk around Samaria and take go through the mountains, <clears throat> take a harder route to avoid the Samaritans because they, the Jews called the Samaritans half-breeds or dogs and they thought less of them and thought them to be a lesser person or people than them. The Jews in their own eyes were better than the Samaritans. And so they did not think of the Samaritans too highly. They did not respect them. So Jesus gives a story of a Jew that was robbed. Now notice this, that he was coming from Jericho and he was robbed. There came a priest there in verse 31. A Jewish priest. Now you know a priest. He's he takes the sacrifices and he takes the prayers and he offers incense to God for the Jews. The priest didn't even stop to help this man. The priest didn't show compassion 
to the Jew. He didn't care. He was too busy. He was too caught up in his own life to help someone else. It was quite obvious that he needed help laying there in the road, beaten up, bruised, bleeding, everything stolen from him. They stripped his clothes off of him and left him there. But not even the priest. That was their preacher in that day. He didn't even stop to help. If that wasn't bad enough, a Levite came by. But what did he do? Did he help? Did he pick the, the Jew off his brother? You know, the priest is this guy's brother and the Levite is this guy's brother. His own nationality. And the Levite walks past him on the other side. Now the Levite was one of the Levites are one of the 12 tribes of Israel. Levites had a special job in the administration of the temple, carrying out the duties there at the temple. <coughs> he did not even have the decency to help his fellow brother and left him on the road. Now remember, what have the Jews felt about the Samaritans? They despised them. They hated them. When the Samaritan came by, and the Samaritans knew that they hated them, that they despised them, and they looked down upon them, what does the Samaritan do? He stopped. He helped the Jew. He cleaned him up. Mended his wounds, wrapped his wounds up, cleaned his wounds, got him on his donkey, and took him to the nearest place to rest and to heal. He put him in an inn, and he said that whatever whatever it cost he, he accrues, I'll pay for it when I get back, and he left a little money there. The priest showed no compassion for his livelihood, his health. The Levite showed no compassion for his health, but the Samaritan, whom he thought he was better than and smarter than, more important than, stopped and helped him on the way. So the point here, as we see, and Jesus said, well, so who's his neighbor? The one that showed him mercy, what the lawyer answered and Jesus said, go and do that likewise. So if you we learn anything from this story here, this, this event, is that we need to help anyone in need. Anyone that asks for help or anyone that we observe needs help. I mean, how else does anyone around us see the love of Christ unless we show the love of Christ to them? through our actions. We have to show that we love them and care for them through our actions. Jesus ascended to heaven and he said, I leave you here. Occupy until I come back. So we see the Jew received compassion from the most unlikely place and where he would have assumed he would have had help 
they ignored him and neglected him. So same it is with those around us. They may not expect help from you. And a lot of times it will shock them seeing the compassion that you show on them. And oftentimes we're able to lead them to the Lord because of that, because of their shock that you helped them. So you, you're nothing like me. You don't like people like me. You don't care about people like us. You know, the stigmatism we have oftentimes, but we need to break through that and show the love of Jesus. He doesn't care what race you are, uh, what your prestige is or lack of. He doesn't care. He loves you because you're you, because you were made in the image of God. God created you with a purpose and a plan. And he loves you and cares about you. And he's left his children called Christians here on earth to help you in the time of need. So I encourage you, if you are a child of God, to do this. To show compassion on someone in need. There is somebody. God will give you this opportunity. And just look for it. God will put you in a place where someone else needs your help. And he's going to test you. He's going to see if you are a faithful child, a faithful follower. Are you going to show compassion or be like the uh, mainstream religion of the day and walk on by? It's a relationship with Jesus. It's not our prestige or our learning, our education in the, the religion or in the scrolls. But it's our relationship with Jesus. So what can somebody learn from us today? I hope is that, that we show compassion, that we show the love of Jesus because of our, our love for Jesus ourselves. We understand that he died on the cross for us. He shed his innocent blood to save me and to save you. He, The redemption that he paid on the cross it was an ultimate sacrifice. The only sacrifice that could save us from inevitable doom in the lake of fire. That is the only way of escape, after all. And Jesus provided it, and he called it a free gift. He had to sacrifice his life, but he offers us a free gift. And wouldn't it be nice if we could share it with others and they too would receive the gift that we have received. So I hope this is encouraging to you. And there's a lot of things bad going on, but there's a lot of things out of our control. This is in our control. We can control if we help show others help, especially now uh, with the food shortages, formula shortages. There's somebody I'm sure that you could help uh, maybe you know how to make the baby formula. Somebody's going to need that information that doesn't know it. Maybe you have food to help someone who's hungry. Maybe you have other provisions. But we have to be mindful of that. God has us here to help others. So I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, you have a blessed night. And thanks for listening.